You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Moore from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to another episode of Jesus is the Truth podcast. Uh, I am your host, Ashley Mora, the creator of Obey Christ and founder and director of River Business Academy. You guys, I am so happy that you are joining me for another episode on today. Um, I don't normally say this, but in this case, it really, I think, is important that you watch the previous or listen to the previous episode. For those of you who are tuning in um, exclusively via podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcast, shout out to you guys. Um, don't forget to follow, by the way, while, while you're over there. Don't forget to follow the podcast. Um, and for those of you who are watching right now via YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. I really appreciate it. Just want to put that out there before I forget. But yeah, guys, I want to preface this by saying it is really important. Um, and I think highly beneficial and helpful if you watch last week's podcast. I literally just finished filming that. A podcast and I was gonna wait until next week to film the follow-up video but I just thought about it and I was like you know what while I feel this thing so like heavy in my spirit right now concerning this particular topic I'm just gonna teach it while I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit to teach it so yeah here we are <laughs> and I'm teaching basically the follow-up to last week's Jesus is the truth uh, episode, podcast episode. Um, for those of you who, again, are not caught up, please get caught up. I will link it somewhere here on the screen for those of you watching uh, on YouTube. <laughs> and for those of you listening via podcast, feel free to simply just listen to the previous episode or come on over to YouTube and watch the previous episode, however you prefer. But it will bless you, you guys, and you'll have some uh, more understanding and more context going into this episode because I'm kind of, this is honestly essentially a follow-up episode, okay? So anyway, I just want to put that out there. I think it's really important. Again, I'll link it or it should have been linked by now somewhere on the screen. Um, and so, yeah, definitely check that out and I pray it blesses you. Okay, so guys, as you can see by the title, I am focusing mainly on what it looks like to be hidden by God. There's a very clear demonstration of this um, throughout David's uh, life, in particular his um, ascension to the throne um, and <laughs> before he became king, that is, he was very much hidden by God and this was honestly... I mean, I was familiar, like most believers, familiar with the story of David, him defeating Goliath, him being just a shepherd boy, and then him defeating Goliath, and then him becoming king. But before all that, you know, being anointed king, my prophet Samuel, and things like this. So I had a general, you know, I had some general knowledge uh, about his life. But it wasn't until recently, okay? And when I say recently, I'm literally referring to this morning. <laughs> yeah, guys, the Lord gave me this understanding and the Holy Spirit, you know, he gave me this revelation um, regarding being hidden and what it looks like also to persevere while 
being hidden by God, going through that processing season that so many of us find ourselves in right now, in this very hour. You feel called by the Lord. You know for a fact you've been called by the Lord in this season, okay, to do a very specific task. And you know that the hand of the Lord is on your life. And you know that he's called you to much greater than what you see around you. But you don't understand or maybe you've grown frustrated uh, recently because things aren't necessarily coming together in the timeline you anticipated. Okay, I know I'm not the only one, right, who has had these frustrations. And I'm just here to remind you guys that this was actually already addressed in the Bible thousands of years ago. It was documented. The Lord addressed this very topic for us uh, in the Bible, in the Word of God, as well as demonstrated uh, an, a, a perfect example of this playing out again in the life of David. So that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. I'm really excited to get into this. We are going to go ahead because I really don't want this episode to be as long as the previous episode. Again, if you have not watched the previous episode or listened to the previous episode, uh, guys, please listen to the previous episode, uh, last week's episode. It will bless your soul. Okay, so we are actually going to reference the same passages uh, as I mentioned in the previous episode, okay, because you guys, there's so many layers to this whole situation and there's so many uh, lessons um, throughout this entire situation of David being a young shepherd boy and growing and maturing to his rightful place as king. So in this particular episode, we're going to talk about what it looks like to be hidden by God, because David was very much hidden. And so we're going to talk about what that looks like in his case and how it can relate to your case, how it relates to my case, how we uh, are going through some of the same things um, and how, you know, it really helps, obviously, because then you realize you're not alone in this. You realize that the Lord really, truly hasn't forgotten about you and that his promises still are yes and amen. But there is a, a duty on our part to remain consistent and persistent and continue to persevere and endure. And again, I've addressed a lot of that, uh, specifically the topic of perseverance in my previous episode. So again, hopefully this is my last time mentioning it. Please check out the previous episode, okay? If you haven't already. Okay, so... Let's start with 1 Samuel chapter 16. Again, I'm in 1 Samuel chapter 16. Um, and we're going to begin with verse 14. I'm going to read all the way through to verse 23. Okay. And I touched on this previously, guys, briefly. But this time I'm going to really, um, you know, dive a little bit deeper into, into this topic and explain further and and so or expound further on this topic of uh david being hidden and what it you know how this is proof that he was hidden okay so uh first samuel chapter 16 verses 14 through 23 reads now the spirit of the lord had left saul and the lord sent a tormenting spirit that filled him with depression and fear 
Some of Saul's servants said to him, a tormenting spirit from God is troubling you. Let us find a good musician to play the harp whenever the tormenting spirit troubles you. You will play soothing music and you will soon be well again. Uh, verse 17. All right, Saul said, find me someone who plays well and bring him here. One of the servants said to Saul, one of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. Not only that, he is a brave warrior, a man of war and has good judgment. He is also a fine looking young man and the Lord is with him. Okay, so pay close attention to this. Again, I've noted this in my previous episode, but again, I'm going to take time to dive deeper into it this time. You guys, Saul's servant, King Saul's servant in this, in this particular situation is acting as a verbal recommendation letter, so to speak. So he's literally recommending uh, David and he's providing all of this background information uh, about David and his character and why he is uh, the perfect person to, to come and play the harp uh, for King Saul. I really, really, really want to place emphasis on this because I need you to remember the fact that David is being introduced to King Saul in this in this moment, literally in this passage in chapter 16. Okay. This is before David went out and defeated Goliath. This is before David defeated Goliath. That David was introduced to King Saul and and he had some understanding. He was uh you know, he had some general knowledge about David and, and his background, who his father was. And and it says here, the, the servant, when he was describing David, said that he is a brave warrior, a man of war and has good judgment. He's a fine looking young man and the Lord is with him. Moving on. So verse 19 says, Saul sent messengers to Jesse to say, send me your son, David, the shepherd. Again, we have King Saul acknowledging Jesse and David and the fact that Jesse is David's father. Okay. So clearly there's knowledge of this, right? Keep this in mind. Please keep this in mind. Moving forward. Okay. Verse 20, Jesse responded by sending David to Saul along with a young goat, a donkey loaded with bread and a wine skin full of wine. Uh, so David went to Saul and began serving him. Saul loved David very much and David became his armor bearer. Then Saul sent word to Jesse asking. So here we have again, Saul, okay, King Saul sending a message to Jesse. David is King Saul's armor bearer. Not only is he his personal musician, but he's walking so closely to King Saul that he is now his armor bearer. King Saul sends a message to David's father, Jesse. Okay, yet again, another message. This time asking permission uh, for David to remain in his court and to continue to serve him because he's so pleased. It says, then Saul sent word to Jesse asking, please let David remain in my service for I'm very pleased with him. And whenever the tormenting spirit from God troubled Saul, David would play the harp and the tormenting spirit would go away. So David was clearly anointed for music. The Lord had given David this gift. David practiced his gift and therefore became 
very skilled, okay, in his gift and in in that um and navigate in navigating that anointing that the Lord bestowed upon him with the measure of grace that was bestowed upon him with the gift that was given to him. By the way, may I remind you, you also have a gift given to you by the Lord with a measure of grace. That's what the Bible says. And so, guys, I just want to take this moment very briefly to remind you, please honor the Lord by way of acknowledging your gift and respecting it and ex- like actually working in that gift to bring God glory. And then the Lord will begin to enlarge your capacity to receive more from the spirit of the Lord. Okay. AKA you will begin to multiply your talents and your gifts. Anyway, this is what David did. And his gifts as the Lord promised made room for him and brought him before great men, literally the king in David's case. Okay. So David played the harp for the king. His gift made room for him in this way. He was literally recommended by one of King Saul's servants because he was so well known for this gift that he had of playing the harp. And clearly he was anointed because the Bible says, as as you heard me just read, whenever David played the harp, King Saul felt relief. Like, he no longer felt tormented by the evil spirits, okay? So just keep that in mind, okay? Now let's skip to 1 Samuel chapter 17, literally the following chapter. 1 Samuel chapter 17. For the sake of time, I'm just going to skip to verse 55 and read all the way through to verse 58. But before I get into that, I just want to preface this by, you know, giving you a little bit more context. David is sent by his father to deliver a basket of basically like a, what are those baskets called? I can't think of it right now in this moment, but the basket, um, not, I don't want to say goodie basket, but a care package. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Essentially, this was a care package sent from Jesse, David's father to, uh, Jesse's brothers uh who were soldiers in the in the army of israel that was in the midst of a battle against the philistines okay and um in this particular case goliath okay so we're referring to this um famous you know battle with goliath against the uh israelites right david goes and (laughs) Long story short, he is literally the bravest among them. And guys, I talk more in depth about how he was equipped and prepared by the Lord leading up to that point. Okay. It was not by coincidence that David was sent on that mission with the care package, with the gift basket in that particular hour on that day. After 40 days, by the way, of Goliath taunting the army of Israel, it wasn't by coincidence that the Lord sent David to show out 
by way of the Holy Spirit, obviously. Just showing the hand of God. So I just wanted you to be aware of the context before reading these verses. Okay, so David defeats Goliath. Long story short. So having said that, let's go ahead and pick up with verse 55. As Saul watched David go out to fight the Philistine, he's referring to Goliath, he asked uh, Abner, the commander of his army, Abner, whose son is this young man? So I had this discussion with one of my fellow sisters in Christ, honestly, live on TikTok. And I was so surprised because the Lord was just depositing this revelation as I was speaking. King Saul hosted David as his armor bearer. He hosted him in his court. How is it that Saul forgot who David was? And that's when the Lord told me it was because he was hidden. Okay. When one is hidden, right? The appearance on the outside, people see you. They acknowledge your presence, obviously. Like you're not invisible <laughs> physically, you know what I'm saying? People see you and acknowledge your presence, but they don't recognize you for who you are and what the Lord is, like who you're growing into spiritually. Because there's a work taking place in the spirit. So they don't see that part, right? They see you, but they just see the, the flesh, especially those who can't discern. King Saul's servant <laughs> recommended David to King Saul because he was a talented harp player and a man of God, okay? Saul heard that and was like, sure, okay, yeah, bring him, bring him in. But he didn't think, clearly he didn't think much else of it. It wasn't until the Lord lifted the veil and allowed David to come forth now in his real walking in his real authority and the and and showing who he is, who he has grown into or who he has become. Okay, it wasn't until the Lord revealed this publicly in the in front of thousands, by the way, because you have to imagine David, when he defeated Goliath, he was literally, he might as well have been on a huge platform in front of thousands of people. Because he was in, he was in front of the army of Israel. He was also in front of the army of the Philistines. And the king himself, King Saul, was watching. So David was on very much on display. It was his time to be seen. So the time had come where now David's processing was <laughs> coming to an end for this next shift that was going to take place on his journey to ascending to the throne. Okay, what was that shift? Well, now the Lord was allowing David to be seen for who he really is. A powerful, courageous, and brave man of God, deserving respect and honor. Okay, let me finish this thought first. Okay, I'm okay. You guys, I, don't, I just want to make sure... I don't forget any points. So Holy Spirit, I thank you for allowing me to say this without forgetting important points you want me to mention. Thank you, Lord. 
This is so good. When the Lord removes the veil from us, upon exiting our processing season, if you will, Okay, so we've been through the refining fire, the trials and the tribulations that were necessary to test our faith for the next level that God has called us to as we continue our ascension to the position he's called us to here in this earth and regarding our assignment, that is regarding our God-given purpose here in this earth. So while we're in that processing phase, in that season, if you will, of processing, and we're going through it and we're remaining faithful and consistent and building up stamina and endurance and persevering while holding on to faith, while continuing to be obedient, there's going to come a time where perseverance finishes its work. Again, please listen to the previous episode where I talk about James uh, 1. Actually, I'll mention James 1 here again. It is important. James chapter 1 verses 2 through 4 reads, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything. While we're going through this, we're being we're hidden by God. It's a it's a protect it's to protect us, okay? It's to protect us because the time has not yet come for us to walk in the space or to assume the position, to assume the role that we've ultimately been called to or in the whatever the role is for the next level or the, the, the next, well, yeah, that's the best way, the next level in our journey or the next stage in our journey. So, so we have, the Lord does things in decency and in order, not like the world, actually nothing like the world <laughs> where you get things like this overnight. And that's why you see people acting a plum fool, but they got millions though. They got the house and they got the cars. And then you hear them talking, you like, how did you... Oh, because you prostituted your way there. Oh, you really don't have any sense for real. You really don't have any stamina for real or self-discipline for real. You really don't have any wisdom for real. You prostituted your way there. Whether you quote unquote sold your soul or sold your body. One or the other or both together. Usually it's honestly they're the same thing technically and spiritually, but we won't go there. My point is, that's not the Lord's way. He wants us to be complete and mature, as you've heard me reference in James chapter one. It is important to the Lord that we are fully equipped to endure the next stage as we continue to progress and go from glory to glory. Amen. His will is not that that we fail. The devil's a liar. The Lord's will is that we prosper. In order to prosper, you have to be well equipped, surely. You have to be prepared adequately 
right? Surely. So having this in mind, David, while he was still being processed, he was hidden. How do I know this? Because the person that Saul met was not the person that defeated Goliath. And that's what the Holy Spirit revealed to me a moment ago. And I was holding back because I wanted to build up to that point. Amen. So the teenager that King Saul met, this young young man that that uh, King Saul met, that played the harp for him, that was his armor bearer, did not resemble. <laughs> this is so good, y'all. This is so deep. It did not. He, he did not resemble the one who killed Goliath. The same man, still David, same daddy Jesse. Same background, yet unrecognizable. Why else did Saul say, and this brings me back to, now I can finally finish that passage. I think I just had a verse and a half left or something like that. Uh, again, First Samuel chapter 17. I think I left off at, uh, let's see. I'll just reread. This time I'm going to go all the way through. Uh, again, first Samuel chapter 17 verses 55 through 58. As Saul watched David go out to fight the Philistine, he asked Abner, the commander of his army, Abner, whose son is this young man? I really don't know. Abner declared, we'll find out who he is. That was King Saul, y'all. It's an exclamation point there and everything, which honestly is very much on par with his overall character. We know he was an angry, troubled man. So I can just imagine how he was just snapping at everybody around him. I mean, he tried to kill David on several occasions, but anyway, verse 57, as soon as David returned from killing Goliath, Abner brought him to Saul with the Philistine's head still in his hand, fresh cut off head y'all of a giant. Okay. I said it before, I'll say it again. David was about that life. Last verse, guys, that I'm going to read. Verse 58. Tell me about your father, young man, Saul said. And David replied, his name is Jesse. And we live in Bethlehem. It was like he had to reintroduce himself. Holy Spirit is speaking. To the people of God, do you hear? Let those who have an ear hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. David had to reintroduce himself. Y'all, do y'all hear? Do, is this sinking in, y'all? Is this sinking in? When the Lord lifts the veil... And he allows people to see who you really are. And thousands know your name. You may find that you have to reintroduce yourself. You may find that you will have to reintroduce yourself. Because you won't be recognizable to some particularly those who did not walk closely to you. 
okay? Especially throughout processing, your processing time and or the, throughout the time you were hidden. Those who weren't called to be your quote unquote purpose helpers, those who didn't walk closely to you, they maybe disregarded you, okay? And let me switch my ring to the other side, y'all. For those of you listening via podcast, shout out to you. I had to, I just realized I had my ring on the, anyway, I'm very particular about these things. That felt weird. Or it looked weird in the camera to see it on the other finger. <laughs> okay, I digress. Some people discounted you, dismissed you, disregarded you, looked at what you were doing and saw it as like, oh yeah, she's she's cool. She good people. Okay, that's pretty much it. That that was the case with David. King Saul actually recognized David to to be cool people quote unquote like a talented heart player a good armor bearer he was cool to hang around with or whatever the case was but beyond that he didn't have you know what i'm saying much else going on not in 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 saul's eyes not until the results of the relationship and intimacy that david had with god was put on display and it was made known the hand of God was on David. Not until that time did Saul truly pay attention. So much so to where it's like, who is this young man again? Y'all, that's deep. That is deep. And it tells me that people, even those who you were around, People who may have engaged with you throughout your processing season in in little uh, points, in, in, in certain points throughout your processing season, they will not recognize you by the time the Lord raises you up. They're going to be surprised. They're, it's going to take them by surprise because man looks at the outer appearance. But God looks at the heart. Man looks at what you got on, what you look like, how many followers you got, what kind of car you drive, what where you live, where you stay, how many degrees do you have, what's your title, where you work, who you married to, do you got a man, do you not have a man, do you have children, do you not have children. Man looks at these things. God looks at the heart. And I touched on this again in my previous episode. What qualifies you in the sight of man doesn't necessarily qualify you in the sight of the Lord. God truly takes the foolish things of this world to to confound the wise, to confuse the wise, that is. And those who are wise according to the world standard, that is. Let's be clear. He takes the foolish things of this world. Look at David, a shepherd boy. A shepherd boy, a teenager who was known as a shepherd that could play a harp. And sure, he had some experience fighting. Many didn't know to what extent his experience was with fighting as far as the lions and the bears. And they certainly didn't know to what extent he had grown in his relationship with the Lord. But it was when the time came, according to the Lord, 
because only the Lord knows when it's right. The Lord knows when the time is right. The Lord knows when it's the right time to face your giant, so to speak. The Lord knows when we're ready to face our giant. What is our giant? It's something that without knowing the Lord, without being equipped first by the Lord, you would not have been able to do. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Looking at David, you would not have thought, oh, this little teenager, he 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 can feed, defeat the Goliath. This Looking at David, people didn't, would not have ever thought he would be equipped from the outer appearance to, to defeat the uh, Goliath. Defeating Goliath... Defeating Goliath for David was his last big test of faith coming out of that processing season. He, he was already had he had already developed the stamina, the the confidence by way of the Holy Spirit in God and his ability through God. He had already developed all these things when he was in the field shepherding over sheep and goat, honestly. It wasn't then on the battlefield that all of this courage and confidence came upon him. No. Before that, when he was doing what the Lord told him to do and minding his father's business. Okay. Being obedient, being a submissive, submitted and committed and devoted servant of God. It was during that time that the Lord was building him up and shaping and molding him into this courageous, bold, confident soldier in the army of the Lord. And not in this episode, guys, I thought I was going to take the time or have the time rather to really dive deep into the all of first Samuel chapter 17. But I don't have that kind of time because I specifically wanted to focus on what it looks like to be hidden by the Lord. Um, I didn't have time to actually go in depth in terms of like showing <laughs> um, the boldness of um, David, showing how bold David was and kind of how he addressed Goliath. Maybe I'll do that in a, another episode, guys, in the f- near future, hopefully. Uh, Lord willing, Lord, please remind me to do it. Lay it on my heart to speak on that topic if that's your will, Lord. Because it is interesting, guys, and I do like to break these things down and like have elaborate discussions about like these events, all of the individual events that took place, because I think it's all significant and there's a lesson in all of it, truly. But yeah, I just want to mention the fact that David very much was counted out. And the Lord took that and he was just like, let's show them what time it is. And with all the confidence David had in the Lord, in his God, again, if you read chapter 17, you know what? Should I just read it? No, I'm going to make a separate video <laughs> uh, talking about the boldness and the confidence that is developed in the processing season. Because it is a confidence that's given by God, through God, and it's it's absolutely supernatural and divine. And again, it's demonstrated so perfectly 
throughout the event of uh, the battle of David and Goliath, which honestly, guys, it wasn't a battle. By definition, it literally was not a battle. Um, He knocked him out with one stone and killed him with his own sword. Goliath swore, that is. He just took it and chopped his head off. After just not, like, (laughs) you guys, that was supernatural. But it took David having faith first in God's ability And that level of faith came by way of intimacy. And that kind of intimacy comes by way of isolation and time spent in the secret place. All that means is it was just him and the Lord. On so many occasions, for years prior to him defeating Goliath, he had an established relationship with the Lord, a well-established relationship with the Lord. He knew the Lord. The Lord knew him. He was aware of the Lord's ability and therefore aware of his ability with the Lord. The Lord had already shown himself and showed up in his life. I digress. The point is, don't think it's strange when you have to reintroduce yourself. Don't think it's strange that whenever the veil is lifted and you are no longer hidden, quote unquote, by God, you are unrecognizable to people who knew you, who once knew you, who knew you before, even to some maybe who knew you while you were in processing, your processing season that is. Don't think it's strange that you may have to reintroduce yourself. Don't don't think it's strange that they may not recognize you. All that means is that they did not see you for who you really are in God, according to your rightful position, the one that God called you to. It wasn't by coincidence that the Lord hid David. Do you think if Saul realized David was anointed king, that he would have allowed him into his courts? No, absolutely not. He would have chopped his head off and rolled it down a hill. (sighs) My point is this. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. We are called and we are chosen for such a time as this. And the Lord takes this very seriously. The timeline of events may not make sense to you. It may not make sense to me. But the Lord knows exactly what he's doing. And we need to allow perseverance to finish its work. For it is the testing of our faith that produces perseverance. And we need that to go to our next level. We need that increased faith and confidence in God and who he is in order to excel and to do well and to succeed and to prosper in the next level. The Lord doesn't want us to be ill-equipped because he doesn't want us to want to set us up to fail. It's as simple as that. 
So let us count it joy, my fellow sisters and my brothers, those of you who are watching, <laughs> my, my, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, let us count it joy that we are being tested in our faith, even though it may be taking longer than you anticipated, longer than I anticipated. Let us just keep our eyes on the Lord. Let us stay focused on what he's called us to do. Let us remain obedient to, to the task at hand, the one he's placed before us in this hour, no matter how small it may seem, no matter how little or insignificant it may seem in comparison to what, what we know we're called to do that is much greater. Do not discount the small beginnings. Besides, none of this is about us anyway. It is for the glory of our Father in heaven. May he get all the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us be reminded of our position as servants first. And let perseverance finish its work. And I ended my last video saying this. I didn't think I would end this video saying this or this pop, this episode saying this. But the Lord is leading me to continue to say this. You may be hidden for this season. We may be hidden for this season, but it won't last. As long as you stay focused, as long as we remain obedient, as long as we keep our eyes on the Lord, as long as we stay focused on what he's called us to do, as long as we continue to be faithful over the little he has called us to do in this hour, let us get through this process gracefully like David did. You guys, this is nothing new to the Lord. Okay, it may be new to you, maybe new to me, whatever it is we're going through, because we didn't foresee it. We didn't foresee it taking this long, quote unquote. We didn't foresee having to have gone through this and this, especially in this day and age in 2023, when we see people popping off left and right, waking up rich, still cursing up a storm. Yes. Don't be jealous of them and stop comparing yourself. Oh, and by the way, get your eyes off of them. Oh, and by the way. Do what the Lord told you to do and, and seek him first and stop leaning on your own understanding. How about that? How about stop comparing yourself? For all you know, <laughs> your next season of breakthrough or your next breakthrough for all you know, or that next stage in your life for all you know, is literally a month away, literally a week away, or maybe it's five months away, or maybe just one more year away. Who knows? Only the Lord but if you stay focused on him, I can tell you one thing. You could at least avoid delay by doing that. <laughs> okay. Amen. All right, guys. I'm going to leave you guys on that note. I could just keep talking and talking. But let King David be an example, especially young King David, right? Before he ascended to the throne and physically was crowned king. <laughs> Don't forget to follow, you guys. Do not forget to follow uh, the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Okay. And don't forget to check out uh, River Business Academy, you guys. I do have classes starting on November 15th, particularly for those of you who want help with strategy and consistency. Please check out uh, this upcoming cohort and go ahead and reserve your seat. Um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys, those of you who are interested. And on that note, I will go ahead and leave you. Don't forget to subscribe, you guys. Don't forget to give me a thumbs up. I really appreciate it. I'll see you.